podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys and welcome back to the FPL Reaction Pod with me, Lewis, aka FPL Reaction, and Max, aka Maxi Arsenal, both being our Twitter handles. This is episode two. Um, I just want to start by saying, me and Max do thank you for for the great the, the great feedback we've had and the messages of support and stuff like that. It's been really, it's re- been really good. Um, I mean, what a game week game week thirty was. Um, how are you, Max? Uh, it's a good response to the first episode of the podcast. Yeah, it was good. I think, yeah, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, and yeah, I think in regards to how I am, I mean, apart from Arsenal losing, uh, <laughs> and um, I played football last week as well, uh, six six aside and 11 aside, and I lost in that as well. So not an amazing week for me, but... <laughs> oh, no injuries there then. No injuries though, so I'm all good in That's that perspective. So I just want to start by by um, going through the pick three game for game week 30. So it was a never quite average week for me. Uh, my selections were Kane, Bamford and Alonso. So, I mean, how did you do, Max? I've got 10 points. I picked Dallas, Lucas and Mount. And yeah, Mount obviously got, got a goal. Lucas, yeah. He didn't really do anything. And Dallas, I mean, I was frustrated with Dallas because I owned him and I saw him. He dragged a couple of shots wide, which was unfortunate. But he yeah, ten... yeah, he looked lively. Dallas. Um, yeah, so I got 18 points, which was it was it was low compared to the top five players. So the top five players all hit 24 and above. Um, so the winner returned 28 points with Kane, Salah and Watkins. Um, so if you could give the winner a follow, guys, at capital letters FJ, lowercase FT96, um, just give them a follow or you can check out the winner's post that I posted this morning. Um, so, yeah, well done. And we'll give our selections for Game Week 31 uh, towards the end of the podcast. So, so, Max, how did your dodgy differential do this week? I already know, but... Well, he did. He come off injured. Not that I hope that players come off injured, but he was my... I thought, Lookman, he's always getting in the right positions, but he hasn't seemed to do it. So, yeah, I, get, I got it right this week for the dodgy differential. So, two out of four for them since I've been doing that. And um, I got Neto. He got an assist as well. So, the differential I picked also did uh, did something. So, three out of four for differentials in the videos I've been doing as well. So... Good for this week. That's that's quite that's quite good, isn't it? It's quite successful. So the dodgy differential was dodgy, and the different the good differential went down really well. Yeah. So positives from that perspective. Um. So yeah, I just want to start by looking at game week thirties matches, our predictions that we that we made, and just 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 assets in general that that we think we need to keep an eye on or, uh, you know, anything like that. So I'm going to start on Chelsea and West Brom because it was it was the first game on the worst game, to be honest. So I predicted 2-0. I think yours was 3-0. Uh, we were both wrong, massively wrong on that one. 
So the game, the, the game itself started with without Chelsea's three key players for me. So we started that game without Mason Mount, Rediger, and Havertz. So for me, that's we can call it rotation, similar to what Pep does. But when 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 Pep's got the quality of players in his second team, he 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 can get away with that, can't he? He's got yeah. I mean, he's got he's got two first teams. Whereas I don't think some of the players, Chelsea have, of course got a good squad, but they're not the same quality yeah. as City. So when I mean for me for me I would have started I would have started at least I would have started at least Mount. Um, we started Thiago Silva. He just came back from injury. We started Thiago Silva as soon as he came back and in ahead of Christensen. So Christensen and Rudiger are are basically. Um, one of the biggest reasons why we've gone on a unbeaten run and, and kept so many clean sheets. So to take out one of them straight, as good as Thiago Silva's been, it, it's it's sort of trying to fix something that's 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 not broke. So so that was quite annoying. And then the, the whole Mason Mount not starting really annoyed me. Whereas you see with 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 Man City, they 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 played Kevin De Bruyne. We saw tonight actually before the podcast that that Kevin De Bruyne actually started that. I'm so, I'm going on a bit, but it's Chelsea, so it's expected. But so City always start Kevin De Bruyne. They, you know, they he is he is he's instrumental to the team. Bruno always starts for Man United unless it's Cup. I've also noticed, and for some reason, okay, Mount played quite a bit of international football, but not starting Mount and then also not starting Rudiger. Was was a bit of a yeah. So it, it was to me. It was sort of underestimating the opponent, and we'll see that again with um, Spurs a bit later on. So apparently there was a bust up with with Rudiger and Kepper during the week. Did you hear about that, Max? Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure the exact details of it though. I think did Rudiger come out as the kind of the the party that wasn't so bad in it, from my understanding. I think Kappa loves a wind up, doesn't he? And we saw yeah. that, you know, we saw that um, with with Sorry not coming off the pitch in in the cup um, that one time. So he Kappa loves a wind up for me. So he and, and Rudiger's hard to wind up, but um, but I feel like Kappa's really got under Rudiger's skin. Um, so, but I mean, for me, Rudiger is still an option. Um, he's been told he's starting tomorrow, which is massive. I think two shells learn a big lesson. Um, he has learned a big lesson against West Brom. Um, for me, Mount still the best option in that team. Um, Werner showing no confidence. I don't know if you remember the goal, Max, but Werner could have shot. He could have. He could have. I couldn't that believe off. that. I couldn't believe that. I mean, what striker? It's basically an open goal, and he cuts inside and squares it to Mount. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um... I think. Yeah, that that reflects his his confidence at the moment. So, so I I, I don't want to go too over the top with Chelsea but for me wrong wrong lineup um too many changes to key players um Ziak got brought off early after the red card he looked okay uh, with Reese James on but um Pulisic also I think he pulled a hamstring in the week but he's back in training this week but see Tuchel's very careful with 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 players like with injuries so I feel like it sort of nails Mount to play the Champions League and I think it's Crystal Palace the next game so 
So yeah, I wouldn't worry about Mount if you if you're an owner of Mount, and I wouldn't worry about Rudiger because it's still great value. Um, so yeah, we were both wrong with the prediction. So Max, what what did what did you make of the game? Well, I think Pereira looks he looks class, doesn't he? I mean, was it two goals, two assists? Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at he does that on and off. I mean, he's got I think it was seven goals. I looked at his stats: seven goals, five assists this season. I mean. You, you never know what's going I think West Brom were helped with the sending off. Hmm. So I don't want to look, look too much into it. But yeah, I mean, still mounts, mounts the, the guy that if I were, I was going to get him anyway, but he looks like the, the Chelsea player to get at the moment. I hope Rudiger does actually play in the Prem games because uh, I brought him in, as you know. Yeah, exactly. And I think going without Rudiger and Mount, probably, I'm not saying it won't happen again, but I'm I'm going to say that it probably won't happen again soon. So I still think they're both the best options. I said on last week's pod, um, Rudiger was benched and Mount scored and Mount only played the second half. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. So if we just move on to the Leeds game, um, I predicted a 3-0 and you predicted a 2-0 max. So we were both off that, Leeds still won, so we got the um, the result right. Dallas started in midfield, uh, which was a positive start to the game. Um, like you said, he like you said at the start with the pick three, he, he sort of banged off a few shots. Didn't really happen for Dallas. I think he got man of the match, though. He did, didn't he? Did he get man of the match? I think he did. Um, he didn't get he, the bonus points because I know I know I, he didn't get the bonus points, but he I, he did play he did play well in terms. He was just unlucky with a few of the shots. Yeah, he was lively. Um, Rafina, he assisted Harrison. So at this point, I was thinking this is going to be a really good game for me. Um, I'm not going to go too much into moaning about Bamford, but but yeah. So Leeds started okay. They 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 created 23 chances, which is huge. Maybe not for Leeds though, because it takes a lot of chances from score. Um, only three big chances out of 23 created. Sheffield United, he, they did give it to Leeds. I thought I thought they did. They did give them a good game, but. In terms of Leeds assets, personally, I'm not looking to keep any of them in the long term. What do you think about that one? I've got three Leeds assets, which is a little bit of a problem, <laughs> considering yeah. that their next three fixtures aren't amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, Bamford, I probably will try and take him out at some point. But again, I still think, yeah, Leeds assets are good in terms of even when they played sides, the better sides, they scored two against. I know when they lost 6 2 to United, they scored, still scored two. So, mm. I mean, yeah, I'm going to try and keep, I'll have to keep Mesler, the goalkeeper, because I haven't got a, yeah. um, a, enough money in terms of squad wise. But yeah, I still rate the Leeds assets, but probably don't need more than two. Yeah, I feel like three, three is definitely too much. I think, um, like I said, I'm not going to go too much into. Uh, the details of midfield and and slots available in the squad and stuff. We'll talk about that a bit more, a bit a bit more later in into the pod. So um so into a city and Leicester. I went two one. You went three one. The game actually started um without Foden, Cancelo, Stones, Sterling, and Gundogan. So I mean that's that's some rotation, isn't it? Until um they still won it relatively comfortably and it's it's just a bit yeah I mean I towards the end of the season it'd be interesting to see how City go because once they I mean they've definitely won the title so mm, it depends yeah. when they're going to start completely if it depends if they go out of the Champions League as well I mean they might start focusing you'd think further to on towards the end of the season they might not rotate as much because 
um, if they're out of the Champions League and the main focus at the moment, they're only in the Prem. Yeah. But it's one of those we'll have to see. Yeah. So um, it also Madison um, returned. So that's also gave me a bit. I think that's perked a lot of a lot of the Twitter community up. And it's it's just a headache, isn't it? Because it's Madison's an amazing player. He's been great. Um, but again, midfield slots is they're getting tight at the moment. But in terms of the in terms of the game, I thought Leicester would. I was expecting a bit more from Leicester. Um, any more thoughts on that game, Max? Yeah, I mean, again with Madison, I mean he's got over a week because Leicester play on the um, on the Sunday, I believe. So he's got over a week to rest. So I think I expect him to start his next game against West Ham. So yeah, I might so... be. I might be swaying towards him. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so let's move on. I mean, this is going to be a big one for you. So I'm going to start before you go on a tangent with Arsenal. So the, the next game was Arsenal-Liverpool, and I predicted 2-2, and you predicted 3-1. Now, I imagine you've got a lot to talk about um regards to your performance. I thought Arsenal were poor, um, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not too sure if that's because Liverpool were so good or Arsenal allowed them to be, or both. Um, in terms of assets, Trent looked really positive going forward. Um, he hit in a lot of good balls, actually, and, and and to be honest, it wasn't until Jota came on that the game changed and he, he actually was rewarded for his positive play with the assist. Now, with with Jota being back, um, it obviously makes Liverpool a a more sort of investable team, and and that and that showed against Arsenal. Now, and I'm, I'm not saying that Liverpool are going to smash teams every week now, and I'm not saying Liverpool are back, but um, it may have been Arsenal's performance at the back. Maybe I'm not too sure, but in terms of Arsenal, um, I felt like you you guys missed Saka, um. I mean, it could have, the game actually really affected me as well because Tierney got himself injured. So I'm that's an injury I'm I'm going to be monitoring. Um, a tweet came out yesterday, I think it was from Arsenal TV, saying that he could be out for weeks. Now I'm not too sure. I think the source was the mail, so I'm not going to. I don't want to buy too much into anything until it's official. So I mean, uh, what 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 went wrong for Arsenal? Where do I start? Um, I think we did miss Exaka as well. Uh, we missed Saka for sure, but in the middle we had Danny, Danny Cabas as well, and I just it was like watching sometimes like Saturday football where the team didn't know what to do with the ball, so they were just two fit long, and then we won't. As you know, we don't we don't have any aerial threat, so we can't mm. bring balls down. So we're just losing the possession. We're we're, we're pre- to be fair to Liverpool, they pressed well. They didn't yeah. give us a lot of the time. Um, I think Fabinho in midfield for them made the difference. I mean, he kind of controlled the game, to be honest. But again, even if you look at the goal, um, Alexander-Arnold crossed to, to Jota for the header. I mean, how, how is he beaten holding in the air in centre-back? I mean, it was a great ball, not yeah. going to lie, but you, you've got to be doing better against um, against Jota. Um, I think we missed when Tierney came off injured. That didn't help. Yeah, but again, yeah. it's frustrating, very frustrating watching Arsenal because you never, like I say, I mean, you never know what team's going to turn up. And Aubameyang again, I mean, I put him in my team and he just keeps, as a captain, you need someone who you can think in these tough games and when the, t- the performance isn't good to kind of really dig in deep and help your team out. And he just he seems to just go missing 
he drifts in games and I think it kind of it represented the whole team his performance because I didn't think any of the players played particularly well at all um and it was yeah it was a frustrating game to watch to be honest especially as an Arsenal fan because we didn't offer anything at all um I think we only had like a few a couple of shots on target the whole game but I think again it was a mixture Liverpool played well but we made them look better than they probably were yeah do you feel that this was a one-off do you think do you feel with the the fixtures coming up that you will perform better? I I feel like this was a one-off. What's your what are your thoughts? You'd hope it's a one-off, but the problem is this has happened all season where we make. I mean, if it's not if we don't turn up from the start. I mean, like when we played West Ham, we didn't turn up, went three 0 down. We we didn't turn up against Villa. Went um, made a mistake in the first five minutes and lost one 0 against Villa. I mean, there's so many games throughout the season where. We we've if it's not a silly mistakes, it's it's us just not turning up at all. And I would hope that yeah, these performances are out the window. But I, to be perfectly honest, this this season I wouldn't be surprised if we play like it again. Even though we've got a good fixture uh, schedule coming up, because I I don't really I from that performance there. I mean, it was so poor. You I won't you don't know what's going to turn up to be honest. And Do it was. Sorry, do you think that Saka can make um, Arsenal a better team going forward, more investable in terms of FPL? Do you think? Saka... I mean, yeah. I mean, even throughout the, the, the this season, we've had these poor periods, and Saka's been one of the players, kind of shining stars in our team. For and that's worrying when you've got a really young player and you're having to rely on him. Um, I think he's a as long as he's not. I mean, he didn't play the, the Liverpool game because he was still injured, but I think he should be OK for the. He probably will play in the Europa, so hopefully he's OK then and you can monitor him if you're thinking about bringing him in. But I think if you if you were to pick one of our players that like I mentioned in the past, it would be Saka because he kind of carries the team forward with his energy. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that one. So let's, let's move on. Um, so two, two bad games for me and you this week as supporters. Um, let's move to Burnley and Southampton. I went 2-1. And you went one one, um, really entertaining as predicted. End to end, Ings performing well, goal and assist. Um, I did call the Southampton win. We got the scores, the score wrong. Adams did miss a sitter at the end. Um, just obviously, my 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 main concern with this game is is I own Pope and he's on rotation with Martinez now. With this new style of play that Burnley um, are, are playing, um, it's obviously not helping Pope at all. So. Burnley used to be really defensive and now they're just really attackive. So in terms of Pope, it just gives me a bit of a headache going forward. But other than that, I mean, Southampton blank in week 33 anyway. They have tough fixtures. I mean, what what are your views on both of those teams, Max, and the game in general? I mean, yeah. How did Adams miss that chance? And my old friend, I used to call him when he was at Arsenal, Wally Walcott, when they were on the counter-attack and they're running down the line and he tries to cut back inside instead of playing the ball across. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. They're both teams I wouldn't I wouldn't personally grab any of the assets. Maybe Ings, but again, I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm staying yeah. clear of them personally. Because, as you say, Burnley, keep, if they're attacking like that, I mean, they're not going to keep clean sheets. Exactly. Um, so Spurs and Newcastle, which was quite a big one in terms of the FPL world. Um, so that was 2-2. Um, I said 2-0 and you went with 3-1. Um, we were both wrong there. The match initially started without Son and Bale, which for me goes back to the 
at the Chelsea game where the manager is sort of underestimating the opponent. And I hate to see it in football. And it happens a lot. And results like this happen a lot when, when you know, when the managers do get complacent with the, the, their lineup. Um, I mean, Newcastle were really good. They, they It was a mixture of Newcastle being really good and Spurs being awful defensively. Um, Son only came on for one half and was pretty non-existent when he did came on. When he did come on, sorry. So Kane was obviously in top form. Um, but after discussing Willock last week, um, one of your favourites, what I mean, he smashed an equaliser. It was it felt so dramatic when he scored. I was, yeah, I was very happy for him. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that on on that game? To be honest, you know, and and uh, yeah, what 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 do you think? I think, I mean, Jose Mourinho, as we all know, is a character, but he basically said in a, in a roundabout way after the game, like, he's a good coach and his players are shit, pretty much. That's what, from what I got from what he was saying, that he's, he can't, it seems like he can't trust his defence. I mean, we all know what Harry Kane is carrying the team, but defensively, they look, I mean, I, I know teams are fighting like Newcastle, and towards the end of the season, I think some of the fixtures may go not as we plan because teams yeah. are really fine to stay in the league, but looking at Spurs defensively, they look they look very dodgy. Yeah, and the fact that Newcastle was so poor previously, it does it does really show that um, yeah. Harry Kane carrying the team as usual. Um, but I do think Harry Kane he's got a, maybe I'm biased because I'm an Arsenal fan, but he has to re he has to evaluate himself as a player and who he plays for because what is in terms of are they going to win anything again? And he's such a good player. I mean, is he going to hold on, stay at one club? With the, I know this is kind of going off on a tangent, but it's true. He, yeah, it's, it's. I agree with you. I think I think Kane should have left a couple of years ago, maybe because it's he's sort of he, to be to be perfectly honest. I feel like he's hung on a bit too long already. I mean, yeah, he's, he's just he could go on. to any club. I think arguably he could go to any club in the world. Any and any club in the world would take him. Because you can see how good he is when he when he's playing. I mean, he's was he top goal scorer at the moment, um, top in the assist as well. I think so. It just show really what he's what he's doing. Yeah. So I mean, moving on from Kane, um, we'll 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 touch upon the Villa and Fulham game. Um, so I got this one completely wrong, to be honest. And Greenish didn't start, so I went for a one nil. You went for a two nil. Um, Villa were pretty average at the start and actually felt Fulham were definitely going to win the game. As I said, Luckman coming off on the 47th minute, which didn't help Fulham creativity-wise. Um, but, but a mistake by Mings and Mitrovic finished it to make it 1-0. But then Trezeguet came on and he sort of totally changed the game. It was it was, it was was just it was bonkers, um, to be honest. Now, Martinez got lots of saves, as, as predicted. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it was a shock for me. So, three one is quite impressive, I think, against Fulham. Now, that that is with without Grealish and and even um, even Watkins scored. What were your thoughts on on the game? Yeah, I've been mean, looking before the goal, before Villa Villa come back, and it was really quick in terms of the, the sun. These two goals and the whole game was chained, tipped up on his head. I mean, looking at Villa though, in terms of their remaining fixtures, I think. Yeah, I've got they've got some big games coming up which could really define their season. I know they could they could arguably push for kind of yeah, push for top top four maybe, but I mean 
they've got some tricky fixtures and if they're not I know they made a mistake so maybe you can't pass it too much but for me I mean I don't think in terms of FPL wise I I might avoid the defenders for, for Villa I mean you might pick up some save points from and I know they've been really good this season so far but some of the fixtures they've got I'm going to stay clear of them No I think you're right and I think Villa always look like they're going to concede now, whereas in in the weeks they've they've always looked so defensively sound that that it's it's like double up on. There's a lot of people who 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 did previously have double up, maybe triple up on on the Villa defense. So 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 yeah, it's just Mar- it's just Martinez um, for me, and I'm not too sure what to do with him at the moment. So so yeah, let's move on to Man United and Brighton. So I went with two one. It was two one. You went with two nil. So. I got the correct um, correct score on that. Um, Brighton were really good, and and I predicted on last week's podcast episode one that that Brighton were going to give um, United a tough game. So, but I mean, after Welbeck scored, United was still poor. It was only till it was only until the second half that they you know that they really really pushed um, for for to, to win. But um, over the assets, it's quite a quick one for me because it's just Bruno. Um, Bruno's not really a sell. Um, I'm not really interested in Shaw either. I don't really rate the United defence, to be honest. Um, I mean, yeah, what do you think? Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I agree. I mean, Bruno, I don't own him still. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I think I probably won't own him. I should own him, but I think it's, I've missed out so much on him now. I've gone with... Um, I've got Rashford, so we got the goal in that game. But yeah, I mean, Brighton have looked good, and they were a little bit unlucky. But I think the main, yeah, the main man for Man United is still Bruno. He's creating yeah. everything. So that's an easy one with United. Um, the next one is Everton and Palace, and this was for me um, a, a really uh, frustrating game. Um, so I predicted that I got the prediction right. It was it was one one. Um, you said two two, so you got the result. I got the um, the. the the score prediction. So Palace went into the game being the, the worst in the league for headed attempts conceded in 91. Dean was high at the pitch. So initially it's, I mean, you know, when you're aware of that, it's like you instantly get excited, but also knowing I didn't own Dominic Carver-Lewin, um, it was, it was sort of 50, 50. Now Dean actually put in a, a lot of good balls. They just weren't clinical enough. Uh, Zaha looked really active. Um, I did say that a, a Crystal Palace are a completely different team with Zaha in it. Um, they look like they've got a goal in him when he's on the pitch. Um, Dean got a yellow card. The the threat from DCL now has seemed to switch to Ricarlison. Now, I know there's there's sort of been some position changes, but I just feel that if... Dominic Carvalhoon had the chances that Carlison had. Everton would be winning the game, so maybe they need to switch the positions back over. I'm not too sure, um, but but anyway, yeah. So Dean again um, let me down in that one in terms of everything. Um, I mean, but yeah, so it's it's hard, isn't it? Because Everton aren't looking great at the back, and they're not look, they're not looking great going forward. So I mean, what I mean, what can you do with that? What what's what's your take on that one? Yeah, they're becoming a bit inconsistent like Arsenal. I mean, sometimes they're really, really good and other, as you saw in that game. I mean, your player, Dungne, did how do you pronounce his name? The, it's, uh, it's Dean. So it's Dean. Dean, OK, yeah. I mean, he should have got two assists and he was very unlucky. And then DCL, I mean, I'm sure he was one-on-one at one point and he missed it. Missed it. Yeah, but he was. He should have yeah. took it, took it, put it away. But 
they're, they could have scored four, but again, it's one of those where it's like football. That's that's football though. You got yeah. you can't keep saying oh, could have done this. They should have. It's like when um when Palace won the other week when they won, got that last minute goal. You you got to be clinical. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so we move on to the last game of the game week, which was West Ham and Wolves. So I said two 0 and you said one one. Um, Lingard scored straight away with the goal. Lingard is in some form at the moment. He is he's starting to look like a real real asset, and I think a lot of people haven't actually bought into um, Lingard, and I think that's sort of based on his past performances at United. So, well, United were two, sorry, West Ham were two 0 under 15 minutes so and then we t- I mean it's, it's, it's funny but it's not I hope he's okay obviously and Antonio he, he you discussed last week that that he always looks like he's going to pull in a a hamstring and he's looks like he's pulled a hamstring um so I mean hope again hopefully he's better um we're going to discuss Antonio a bit more um later on in terms of his plans with mine because they're quite drastic um but yeah so it was it was a really good game Neto another standout for me um he was a quite poor in the first sort of half an hour he missed a couple of chances he had a lot of chances so if he can sort out sort out his form he's going to be a really really good asset so I mean I'm not too convinced about the West Ham defense anymore um and like I said, it's it, they're conceding a lot of goals lately, so it's it's difficult to. I'm looking at Cresswell uh, now, and I only got him back a few weeks ago, thinking, uh, do I have to get rid of him again? Um, but yeah, so I mean, what any standouts for you in that one? The obvious Lingard. I mean, I've named him as one of my differentials in the past, and he ended up scoring that week. So he's definitely yeah, he's one one of the players that he's making things happen. And the same with Neto. I mean. He got the assist for the for the goal, and I'm glad that um, that the silver got the goal because probably really big for his confidence. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, them two players are kind of key for both teams, especially Wolves without Jimenez. They've just really been missing that. He stepped up to the plate net, so especially with Jota um, leaving. So yeah, both of them players are the, the two players to watch for me. Yeah. So after all that, all our predictions, I mean, we did okay. Um, I got six correct results out of 10. I think you got five, Max. Um, I got two correct scores and you got zero. So I'm going to take that one as a win, if that's okay. Yeah, 1-0 to you. <laughs> right. So I want to get into how we did um, in game week 30. So, I mean, for me, it was a bit of a roller coaster, And yeah, I mean... We'll start with Martinez. So the four points he he got, I, I sort of expected. Um, I expected lots of shots, but I also expected Fulham to score. Um, Cresswell, only one point. Didn't really great look great um, in terms of attacking. Threat. There was one point, actually, where I thought he'd get the, uh, the clean sheet, but then, well, West Ham just fall, fell apart. Dallas, two-pointer, really, really unlucky to not get more. Um, from Dallas this week. Um, Dean, just an absolute letdown, to be honest, since I've owned him. Um, he always, always, always looks like he's just about to get an assist. Um, and maybe he would have got one or two, or maybe three, if um, Ricardison put all the chances away that he hit in. Bruno, um, five points. It's not very, he's not, lately, he's not very convincing to watch. Now, 
with any other player, I would say that's an issue. But because it's Bruno, he nicks points out of thin air, doesn't he? It's one of those where you can always, even if he doesn't play well, his return is something. Might, if it's not an assist, it's a penalty. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that was Bruno. Lingard, 12 points. He was he was pretty much, he, he saved my week um, in terms of rank points. He, he he got a yellow at the end, which was which was pretty annoying. Uh, but I also found it quite funny. Uh, but yeah, he, again, he's he's really carrying the weight of my my team at the moment. Um, Son one point. I was pretty fuming when he didn't start, and and to be honest, Mourinho will probably regret not starting him um, initially. Uh, Rafinha six points. Oh, he he's always returning. It feels like. He just he just never explodes, does he? And I think a lot of people in the community talk about this, saying he's nearly he he's about to hit a big amount of points, but he just never quite quite get get he doesn't quite get there. Um, so, but he was the best. He was the best of a bad bunch, to be honest. And I say bad, I might be being a bit mean there, but in terms of FPL, it was bad. Um, Mount six scored the goal. Another player that came off, came on second half. I think I was lucky to get that goal, to be honest, because the old Werner would have just probably smashed that at the keeper. Um, so yeah, lucky there. Kane, um, thirteen points. This, this, it, this sounds like I'm really happy about this, but I'm not because I didn't captain him. So he, he was the, not captaining Kane this week. Was a diff, was the difference between an okay week to an amazing week for me. Um, so captain. Bamford, really stressful, nowhere near the ball. And he even came off early. So that that was pretty much a disaster, uh, the captaincy. So with, with all that in mind, I totaled 55 points, um, gained a 12k uh, arrow, and I've gone from 747k to 735, which is it's a small green. I'm just very thankful it's not a a a red, to be honest. So so yeah, that was my week. It was it was really average. It could have been worse. Lingard at the end, he, like I said, he he stopped he stopped the the arrow um, from being a big a big red one to be honest. So, um, how did your week go, Max? I don't want to talk about my week now, Jason. <laughs> um, let's start with my goalkeeper. So Mesvia, as you know, he didn't get any clean sheet. I think they were at the point where Le- Leeds conceded. I think Sheffield United had one shot. And it it went in. Um, Dallas again. He should have scored twice, but he didn't. Yeah. So he got two points. Now I started with Rudiger, and obviously he didn't even play, yeah. which I was quite thankful for in the end. And I actually transferred him in, which made it. I don't know how I felt about it in the end because yeah. I was happy though because Robertson came off the bre- off the bench, um, got me seven points. Um, I think he was tired. I think when he when he come off, I hopefully I don't think he was injured. I think he was just a bit tired because he's starting tonight. So for um, Liverpool, so I think he was just a bit tired after the internationals. Um, Cancelo, I started him and he didn't play. <laughs> so Tierney come on for him, which was not good because he got one point and got injured. And got so injured. I'm very concerned about that from FPL perspective and Arsenal because he's key to everything. Kind of on that left side, and we've relied upon that a lot this season. Um, Gundo, Gundogan, zero points because he didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> and Saka, didn't, Saka was on my bench and he didn't come on as he was injured. So 
as you can see, it's not going well at all. I got a Bamiyan who didn't do anything, non-existent. Um, and I'm, do you know what? I've given him the chance this week again. Yeah. Fuck, uh, he's definitely coming out of my team. And then if we move to something, someone that actually did something, which was Rashford, so he got me eight points, which was and a goal. Um, so yeah, I was happy with that. Um, Lucas again, I think he got me four points because I captained him. I think I was being a bit too over optimistic in terms of what he could do there. Yeah. Um, Bamford. I mean, sorry, sorry to sorry, sorry to put in. Yeah, I mean, he looked he looked quite active, Lucas. He just just didn't quite get there, Lucas. This uh, this week. Yeah, I think I was trying to be too clever in terms of I know what my rank is, and I think I was trying to be a bit too differential, maybe. Um, again, I had and then Bamford, two points brought off early. I mean, Leeds had twenty three shots overall in that game, which again, it's just like how did he not even get? But yeah, yeah let's not talk about that. <laughs> we got Kane who got me some points, so yeah, one of my players got me some points, thirteen, and then, of course, in hindsight, I should have captured him like you did, like uh, you should have done as well. Yeah, and yeah. then Watkins got me a goal as well. So I mean, I had three. The overall, I got forty eight points. Um, I mean, a captain. A different captain choice and it might have looked a bit better with what would that have been 61 points uh, yeah. but again three of my starting lineup not playing injuries I mean this week was a nightmare for me and it's not what when you when you come back from the internationals well I say that as if I've played in the international <laughs> but when yeah. you come back from watching the internationals you, you're excited for FPL, uh, the Premier League and then your team does that half of them get injured and half of them don't even play <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Happy to move on now, Lewis. But in terms of my rank, I went down, as you can imagine, from 947k to about 987k. So not good at all, but I've been hoping for something more positive this week. So not you didn't you didn't sink as low as the million mark, which is I suppose one positive. Yes, one. You got to look at half uh, glass half full <laughs> kind of attitude. <laughs> you got to be positive. So I think we can both. Uh, agree that we're going to move on to game week 31 and put game week 30 behind us. So, For sure. Yeah, so let's let's move into the game week 31 uh, game. So this is where we're going to put our predictions down um, and it's time for you to check Max in terms of predictions. So let's just start with, with uh, and this, to be so honest, with the fixtures this week, it's quite tough. So it's it it was really tough um, the predictions this week. So I'm going to start with Fulham and Wolves. So for me, this game could go either either way. I do think Wolves have more quality, but Fulham are they're fighting and they're pushing. And although they didn't get the the result at Villa, they 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 looked like they deserve it for most of the game. Um, but that isn't enough, is it? So and I mean, for me, I think they'll both score. Um, Part of me wants to give a Wolves a 2-1 win, but I'm going to say a draw because Fulham are desperate for these points now. Um, what do you think? I'm going for a 2-0 draw. I think there'd be goals as well. I mean, Fulham do look, when they were play, went on the weekend against uh, Villa, they looked they, they looked like they could have done a bit more when they were attacking. And again, Wolves, you saw them get two goals against West Ham. I mean, they, they are creating a little bit more chances recently. So that's yeah. why I've gone for the 2-2. Right, so... Man City and and Leeds next the second game on telly that week uh, this week. So I mean, what a game on on paper! It looks like we could have a load of goals. Um, I'm not too sure Leeds score in in this one. Um, they create a lot, and I'm not too sure if this is out of 
uh, retaliation for them sort of not getting enough points for me this week. But I don't think Leeds are going to score. Um, I think a lot of people might disagree on on this one, but I've gone for three nil um, City. I've gone four one City. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Leeds are going to keep pressing like they're doing. They're not going to change their style of play, and I think it might might cost them. Yeah, so Liverpool and Villa. Um, tough game on on paper. I mean, Villa, Villa again surprised me against Fulham. Uh, but, for, but for me, Liverpool, I mean, who is ever going to forget the, the 7-2 Liverpool loss? It's, I don't think anyone's ever going to forget that. And, and for me, Liverpool are going to want revenge. So with Jota back as well, I mean, surely Klopp knows to play to start Jota every single game now. Um, I mean, for that reason, I've gone. I've gone for a, a, a free one on that one. What do you think? I've gone three nil. I think if Fabinho, I don't know if um, Jack Grealish will play, but if Fabinho is on form like he was against us, I, he will dominate that game in the midfield. Yeah, interesting. Fabinho was a, a standout this week. Um, Chelsea and Palace. So interesting match to be honest uh, going off the going off our, our our last result so de- depending on the Champions League we could probably see Rudiger and Christensen at the back and and, and for me if Thiago plays against Porto um I think Rudiger and Christensen both start at the back so for me um I think that's a 2-0 Chelsea win I've gone for a 2-1 only on the basis that Zaha did look very good on the weekend. And I think it might be in the back of Chelsea, some of the Chelsea players' minds how oh, we conceded five against West Brom. And I know they've got a few, they've got obviously a Champions League this week. So I, yeah, yeah. I, I've gone for what conceded one goal. So Burnley and Newcastle, uh, they're both fighting. They're both going to attack the game. They're not going to sit back. They're going to really go for this. But just not a lot of quality going forward. Yeah, we, we saw. Newcastle, we saw both teams actually um, score two in the last game, um, but I think that was down to the opponents' defences. I, I think I think a one-one for me here. What do you reckon? I've gone for the same. Yeah, one-one. It's be a tight game. Um, both really need the points. So yeah, I think a draw is probably going to be the result. So West Ham and Leicester for me, this is probably the game of the week. So um, I'll I, I'm going to personally probably have a few assets in this in terms of FPL and and it's 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 should be um, a really really good game. So I've gone for a two two. I've also gone for a draw, but I've gone for three all. I think there's going to be goals. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a big game, especially. Um, for the for the race for top four anyway, so it's going to be um, a big one that. So Spurs versus United. So it's interesting this because I looked at my FPL, FPL team and a lot of people will and 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 was a bit like oh god, um, all these assets in one game. But they they both have. I, I don't want to say terrible defenses, but they both have leaky defenses. If you asked me a couple of months ago, I would have said low scoring, but I really fancy goals. Uh, it could be cagey. I just don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really open, uh, really good game. Um, I've gone for a 2-1 United on this one. What do you think? I've gone for a 2 draw. I think, yeah, looking at that Spurs defence, like we said earlier, I think they're definitely concede. 
Um, you know, I mean, some, so United have improved defensively, but again, when they're coming against Kane, I think sometimes Maguire can be can be a bit dodgy sometimes. So I think Kane could grab a couple of goals as well in this. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Sheffield United and Arsenal. And I suppose Arsenal are going to want some sort of revenge here. So it's just a weird game to predict. Um, Sheffield United look good for me against Leeds. Um, I think they could nick a goal, but I just think Arsenal probably a bit too much for them. And if Saka and Smith Rowe both play, Smith Rowe out is Smith Rowe fit. Smith Smith Rowe's fit, yeah. Yeah, I I think he I think he plays this game. I think I think they both play, and if well, that's if Saka's fit. And I think I've gone for a two-one Arsenal. I think Arsenal definitely win this one. I've gone for eight-nil Arsenal. No, I'm joking now. <laughs> two two-nil. I'm going for a two-nil. I mean. I hope Martinelli plays. To be honest, uh, one of our young players, I think he's he's he deserves a chance now after Bamingham's poor performances. So hopefully our youth, as as they did earlier in the season, kind of drive us forward. I'm hoping that, that he starts and can help us in that in that win. So two 0 for me. Uh, West Brom and Southampton. I think both have the confidence um, going forward. Actually, as they've scored eight goals between them, so five obviously against. Um, Chelsea, I can't believe I'm repeating that, um, but yeah. So, so they've both they're both they're both scoring and they're both conceding. Um, so I've I've gone for a really entertaining match, and this is a game that you see on paper. I think, oh god, I'm not going to watch that, but I think it's a big one. I think uh, I think two two. I've gone for a one or draw. I mean, West Brom have. I know they scored five against you, which was a bit extreme, but yeah, I still think sometimes they they have lacked being able to score at all. In, in many games this season. So, yeah, I'm only going for one all. And the next game is, I think it's the last game as well of the game week. So, it's Brighton and Everton. It's um, two teams that I don't see really winning many games from now until the end of the season. Um, really, both stressful to watch, actually. They both look like they've got loads of goals in them. They just don't, don't they, they haven't tended to do that. So, so, I mean, I've gone for a 1-1 again. Um, what do you think? I've gone for a 2-1. 2-1 Everton. I think Everton, I think DCL actually put up a Twitter post earlier saying about how he, he wants to bring improve, of course, after that loss. So, um, not not winning that game rather. So, yeah. I'm gonna I go. saw that. Yeah, I did see that. He, he tweeted out, didn't he, that he said to me that he needed to be more clinical personally, which I thought was was brave putting that out but it was it was true to be honest yeah so i'm gonna go for them just nicking that game 2-1 okay so that's that's our predictions locked in for the next the next week um so i want to move towards our game weeks looking ahead um i've got a bit of big news in terms of transfers now it's it's very unlike me um to do this type of thing so last night I don't regret it but I do so last night um I made some transfers um again don't usually do it usually wait for the European football in in the week um but I actually it wasn't like I I I didn't think it through so a price rise on any of the players I wanted to get in which when you find out the players they are you they you know they're they're so obviously going to rise it's unbelievable so so any sort of rise and I wouldn't have been able to do this this switch so my first transfer was Antonio 
So with the news of Madison's return and Antonio getting injured, it sort of forced me into a striker transfer. Um, now, if you look at the fixtures I had, there's not a lot of um, strikers, uh, not a lot of teams actually with great, with great, with great strikers that are playing that are quite cheap. So Antonio felt this hamstring. And to be honest, for me, I'm I'm sort of done with Antonio now. I think for the rest of the season, as great he's, as he's been, um, he's just a bit of a bit of a mare, um, physically, you know, you know, health wise. So, so yeah, I think Leicester have great fixtures ahead, and West Ham are conceding loads at the moment. So. They sort of then go on to play. This is Leicester we're talking about. They Leicester then go on to play West Brom, Palace, Southampton. So, for me, Ianacho seemed a perfect replacement. So I went Antonio for Ianacho, and this is bearing in mind that I had two free transfers, and this is a minus four hit, so I made free transfers. So the second transfer was partly rage and partly um, the fact that I just wanted Trent in. So. Dean, he, he infuriates me watching him play, and I've said that a lot. I might just be acting on emotion still, but um, but yeah. So he plays Brighton next, and to be perfectly honest, I don't see Everton keeping a clean sheet, and I don't see Dean making any assists. I mean, he probably will now that I've done, now that I've done that. But so yeah, he for me, Trent oh, Trent Trent Alexander Arnold is is perfect, is a perfect replacement. Um, I did a, a mega thread on Twitter on him recently, and his stats are just uh, insane. And we'll speak more about Trent later. But, but for me, um, going forward, he he he's he's a must in my team. So my final transfer was Rafina to Jota, Jota. Um, another transfer I had to make. Rafina plays City next. Um, I'm I'm actually like I said before looking to go without any leads players going forward just because of the fixtures and 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 to be honest there's better opportunities actually when you look at other, other people's fixtures especially with the fixture swing coming up. Um, he looks key going forward for Liverpool. Um, I think Klopp's only just realising it, like I said. So, so yeah, I mean those are my free transfers. So it's 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 reasonable. I think minus four for a long term hit. Um. And I feel like with a lot of wild carders this week, I feel like if we don't do a bit of surgery on our team, we could end up way behind, which is why I've sort of sort of gone for it. So, so yeah, so it's Yotta, Trent and Ian Acho. I just want to add, actually, um, to that quickly, that watching the Wolves game, I wasn't totally convinced on them defensively, and I did. I was looking at them, actually. Um, but, yeah, so... So, like I said, we'll 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 move on um, to to Nato. We'll touch upon Nato a bit a bit later on because I think he looked, I think he I think he looked fantastic. So, moving on to my team. So, this is my lineup going into um, this week. Pope um, I had to go with Pope over Martinez just because Pope is playing Newcastle. I mean, I, I do think Pope may concede, um, but. I think he could still make a few save points. Tierney, one I need to monitor actually. Um, I just need to to keep keep watching um, Tierney news um, to be honest, because if not, Craswell comes in, and I don't want him coming in against Leicester to be honest. Trent, he was uh, transferring, so that's Trent. Still not convinced by Villa. 
Liverpool again looking for revenge. I think he could really get something now. And there's always a chance of the clean sheet. Um, Cancelo. I don't think Leeds score against City. So I think that sort of backs what I've predicted. My lineup is sort of reflecting that. I'm just hoping Cancelo. He sort of because he 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 was rotated last game and I benched him last match. Um, he's playing in the Champions League tonight, so I'm just hoping he plays because Tini doesn't look good um, from what I've seen. So Bruno um, does well against the bad Spurs defense this week. Lingard has literally carried me, um, so there was no way he he was coming up. But it would be interesting to see how Lingard now performs without Antonio's pace um, and runs so I just need to keep an eye on that one um, Son he needs to perform this week um, he's he's only in my team still because Spurs double in week 32 and I know that might be harsh but when you've got so many other uh, midfielders performing at the moment you know it's 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 sort of one you have to be quite strict with uh, Mount really nice fixture I just hope Tuchel has learned his lesson and actually plays Mount Yotta, Liverpool's best player in terms of attack for me. Um, I don't see Villa keeping a clean sheet at all here. And I think Yotta will be the one to to break that clean sheet. Kane, I'm not sure how well Kane does here, similar to Son. I fancy goals in the game and when there's goals, there's Kane. It's, it's, it's one of those. I don't think he'll massively perform, but you can't keep Kane on the bench. Iheanacho, uh, the return of Madison for Iheanacho, I think is massive. It's, it, is, it is massive. It's become a conversation in which people aren't sure if Iheanacho plays, but I think he does. He's, he's had a new contract. He's, he's, he's playing great. He's in top form, I think he plays. So not to just go on too much, but, but yeah, so that, that's my team. Um, so all that said, captaincy, the captaincy is currently on Bruno. Um, it could sway this week. It could sway. And I have thought about Cantelo and Mount. But the Spurs defence has really um, alerted me to the fact that um, I don't usually enjoy Bruno goals because I never captain him. Um, so so this is a good opportunity for that. So so yeah, that's 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 me, Max. Crazy uh, transfers last night. Um, yeah, I'm no... liking them transfers. <laughs> I think your team, yeah, it does look. All you, all the players, a lot of the players you've got are in form right now, which is what you need. Yeah, I think um... some of the players that I've, I'm on about having are. I hope they come back in form after. <laughs> But, I really can't wait to to hear this. So over to you, and I'm I'm really interested to see what your well, plan is this week. I mean, I've got at the moment. I'm still stuck with Meslier. I mean, he normally gets me. What I have one reason I have kept him is because he does get a lot of save points. And I think if there's a team he's going to get save points against, it's going to be C. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I'm keeping Robertson in. I was originally going to get rid of him when I got rid of Salah, but. Now this kind of turn of form potentially, and I'm going to keep him, of course. Uh, Rüdiger, I'm going to start, and Cancelo as well. Walker yeah. starting to tonight against well, against, um, against Dortmund. So I mean, you could argue that both of them have got the potential to be dropped. But I think maybe I think Cancelo didn't start the last Prem game, so he might get that get that go ahead. Mm. Um, 
Abamyang. So this is the issue I've got with him. Who am I gonna who am I gonna take him out for? Um this is a preliminary like uh, decision, but I'm gonna go with Mane. Um because wow. At the moment, I'm looking at. I know everyone's bringing in Jota, and I know he's 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 really really good, and he's he's getting he's got two goals last game. He got I think one goal before that, and then he. But Mane still he hasn't got the same points as he was previously in previous seasons. But he's still yeah. he's gonna. I think he's gonna start, and I think he's one of those players where he's always looks dangerous, and he always looks like. And for me, he's kind of like a a differential pick, arguably. Yes, yeah, he is. He's only got I think four or five percent ownership. Um, on the other hand, I'm still up, I'm debating on whether I should be playing more safe and go with KDB. Um, but again, is that a safer option? Because with City, I know he's one player that you wouldn't think that would be dropped for rotation. But again, who own at the moment? I'm chasing rank as I, as we know, so I might play it risky with Mane. Um, I've got Gundo, Gundogan in my team as well, which is kind of what's put me off a little bit of KDB because I don't want two City players and especially they've got a blank game week coming up. Yeah, you I've don't got... want a repeat of um, a full rotation again, do you? That's the thing. And I'll have three players if I bring in KDB as well. And I know it, I'll be I'll be very excited watching Liverpool and seeing Mane doing, doing damage on the wing. Yeah. Knowing full well that not a lot of people have gone for alternative options in mm. in Salah and Jota. Um, moving on, Lucas, I've still got him. Um, originally, I had Son for most of the season. He might be coming out I, at the moment. I'm toying with taking because I've I've only got one free transfer. So my first transfer, of course, is a banning out. Regardless of what's going to happen, he's out of my team. Yeah, I'm yeah. not having another week with him. Um, Lucas, it's either Lucas or. Or Gundogan is going to come out, and I'm on. It's either going to be Madison. If I go with Mane, it's going to be potentially Neto. But I'm really, I really want to get Madison back. We both oh, had him earlier on in the season, and I remember yeah. when we were talking about him. I mean, no one had him, and we had him, and he was getting points. And I feel like he's got over a week worth to rest for the for the West Ham game. They've got good fixtures, I think. I think he'd be brought back into the side. They'll make way for him because obviously he's one of the key players. So I might bring him back in for Lucas. And then Rashford. I'll keep Rashford in my team. I'll keep Kane in my team and and Bamford as well. So that's kind of the starting eleven. I mean, Bamford, I don't think he might. The problem is I, I've got a few players that I've, I want to pick, but I want to transfer in rather, but... I'm, I yeah. can't because I haven't got the transfers and I'm not taking a minus eight. Yeah, yeah. We're, so I'm looking at taking a minus four at the moment. Um, but further down the line, I want to I want to bring in Lacazette. But for the moment, I'll, I won't talk about Lacazette. And I'll, that's my that's my team for the moment. But either way, when I do reveal my team, I'm definitely going to have a few players that are not so template. Let's say that. Yeah, and I mean for those for those listening, um, Max will obviously update his 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 blog as well when you've when you've confirmed those changes won't you max yeah and i'll probably do the kind of um the normal tweet where i just i'll post my team just before the game starts in terms of what my players are and um i think that's one thing i have because i'm in this position now where i'm not at the best of ranks and i haven't had bruno for a lot of the season for me now it's like well What's the point? If I get if I go for Bruno and he scores for me, it's more like I I'm not good. I might 
I'm maintaining rank, if you like. So I'm, as you can tell from my my picks and my team, I'm kind of, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm for these last seven, yeah. seven or so weeks, I'm, I'm going to take some risk. Um, and I think, hope. sorry, yeah, I think that's understandable, though, isn't it? I think for me, for me, I know we we're sort of focusing on you, but for me, I'm sort of in um, a limbo period where I'm not too sure where how, how to play it. So I'm just going to play it naturally. I'm going to pick players that I want um, that I that I like the look of um, target the fixtures uh, without taking anyone else's opinion on board especially Twitter um, not like Twitter has has you know it's all it's all bad opinions there's some great some great shouts sometimes but I think focusing on my own game is what's best for me at the moment so Definitely. so yeah, so, yeah. Um, in terms of your captain um, so yeah I forgot my captain um, if I bring in Mane, he's definitely going to be captain. Um, I think, yeah. But at the moment, I was going to captain now uh, Gundogan because I feel like if he, if they, if he is, um, if I don't bring in KDB, I, of course City are going to have chances against Leeds. Leeds attack non-stop. And they're going to be full throttle the whole game, even if they yeah. are playing City. So a City player could be one of the players I captain. Great stuff. So. Um... So yeah, any any changes on me and Max will um, upload them on on the blog or Twitter on the final on on deadline day. So moving on, so uh, pick three this week. It will so the new the new round will be open um, for this week. So I'm going to put the post out on Thursday. Um, so my selections going into this week for pick three are Trent, um, Bruno. Uh, because I think again he does he does well against Tottenham's defence, and I've gone for Aguero. I feel like a, a lot of people could be missing Aguero as a shout. Now he he is expensive, he is a punt, and he he is a differential. Uh, but surely he plays every Premier League game now. For what he's done for City, you would you would think he would, but I don't know. I there wasn't there a period where not a period after the game where Aguero was talking saying muttering under his breath and it came out that he said apparently no one's passing him the ball he was annoyed after one of the games he came off I yeah. feel like he yeah. now with the city side and he's been out so long I feel like he does kind of feel like a, even though what he's done for the club feels like he's a bit of an outsider I feel yeah it's a shame really isn't it I mean so so yeah Aguero is is my pit this week Trent Aguero Bruno uh, what about yours? Lacazette um, Madison and Jay's Hazus for City as well, um, oh. yeah. So <laughs> kind of the opposite, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean Lacazette because of course Sheffield United, I think, and he should start. He should start Lacazette, and then Madison. I'm gambling on the fact that he will he will start. And looking at West Ham's goals they've conceded the last couple of games, and then Hayes he's been doing getting doing quite well recently. So yeah, and he's and he's surely. Um going to play most of the Premier League games because he's not first team is he they're not going to be using um Gabriel in in the Champions League are they so 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 yeah so uh Max it's over to you now for your dodgy differential this week yeah so my dodgy differential this week well the, just gone the week just gone was Luckman and unfortunately came off injured so I got that right so uh, overall two out of four for dodgy differentials so if you don't know what dodgy differentials are there, where I pick a player who I feel is a little bit overrated and I feel that he's a bit dodgy and a bit risky to pick. Um, and then for my differential, which is I also do in the same video, 
Uh, I picked Neto and he got an assist. So three out of four for differentials. So I got them right this week. One thing I did do right, Lewis, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something to be happy about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so dodgy differential wise, you're doing okay. You know, it's that was last week. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm doing okay for the dodgy differentials. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Um, but yeah. better for the differentials. So I mean, it's only for, uh, I've been doing it for four weeks now. So only it's still early days. Um, but I mean, if I was if I'm gonna if I do this week as well. Sorry. Um, in terms of my dodgy differential yeah. this week, yeah. that is Rodriguez for Everton. Which it can be a bit like, are you sure? Yeah, you, is that, is that you a, sure? a type? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did score. He did score um, against Palace. I think the goal was against Palace. It wasn't the the best of finish. Um, and I feel like he, he he's looked good this season, and he's got goals and he's got assists and he's been very creative. But he's a bit dodgy for me. He's not on on the dodgy differential scale, which I do is out of five and. It, Five out of five, of course, is like immensely dodgy, and I could just name someone that's completely like he's definitely not going to score. But I would, I would say he's only a kind of a one out of five on that dodgy differential scale. And then in terms of my differential for this week is Lacazette, six point two percent ownership. He's Arsenal's top goal scorer in the Premier League, and he's against Sheffield United, who've arguably got the worst defense in the league. Yeah. So there's my uh, yeah, that's my dodgy differentials for the week. Great stuff. So hopefully a uh, another another successful um, game for you this week. Hopefully. Um, so me and Max have put together um, some wild card picks, as we're aware. We as as well, we haven't got wild cards, have we, Max? Sorry, so that again. So we haven't got wild cards. Me. No, no, we them. haven't. No, We've so. unfortunately used them up well too early. Yeah, so so what me and Max have done is we've put together a list of a few picks um, for you guys um, that that we think are are you should be having in your in your wild card. So I'm going to start. It's it's Ian Acho, five point eight million, uh, four point three percent owned. Over the last six, he's second for goals, only behind Kane with five, and he played against City last match. Second for big chances, third for big chances total. He then plays West Ham, West Brom, Palace and Southampton. And he he's he's also a good option for people wanting to attack Leicester's fixtures but can't get Madison in. Now, I say can't. Um, I am aware you've got a wild card. However, there's a lot of a lot of um, talent in midfield at the moment and those midfield slots are quite tight. So for me, as much as I love Madison... Um, personally would go Ian Acho with Antonio's injury and such limited options up front actually um, so my next one is Trent uh, again another player I brought in 7.3 million 13.8% owned in the last six amongst defenders he's first for crosses in the box first for successful crosses first for chances created first for big chances created and first for expected assists. He then plays Villa, Leeds, Newcastle. So, so great fixtures for the rest of the season and also the motivation of losing his England spot and, and sort of getting that back. So for me, Trent again. Uh, next, uh, my third option is Pedro Neto. Um, 5.7 million, 7.3% ownership. First for crosses this season amongst defenders. First for successful crosses. 
uh, this season. Fifth for chances created. Now, that's quite good considering they're in a Wolves team. He's in a Wolves team. Second for crosses in the last game week. Uh, fixtures against Fulham, Sheffield United, Burnley, West Brom and Brighton. So some of the worst defences in the league. And with an assist last game. Um, so, so yeah, another, another good option in midfield. Um, moving on to another good option uh, in midfield is Madison. A great asset and a probably a personal favourite of mine um, in terms of my, my first season of, in, in, in FPL. So between so 7.1 million, 4.7% owned. So he's a, a great differential. Um, between game week 17 and 25, when Madison was fit, he was great. He returned 64 points. Um, he returned in nine matches, averaging seven points per game against the likes of Villa, Liverpool, Chelsea and Southampton. Um, so it, that was more than most players have in that period, including including premiums. Um, so with matches against West Ham, West Brom, Palace and Southampton, I mean, he he he's a great he's a great option, and he will he will repay you financially as well. I mean, for what you're putting into him. So so yeah, and everyone. And my last option is again a another midfielder and another player I've transferred in is Yotta. So six point eight million, ten point six percent ownership. It's joint first for goals in the last two. 20 points in his last two games, and that was within 100 minutes before that scoring goals for Portugal. Game weeks 3 to 11, um, so the time that he was fit and he was at the Liverpool squad, he was he was within that first team-ish. Um, he had 49 points in nine, so that averaged 5.4 points per game, and that was in an off-form Liverpool and in a rotate, rotated um Liverpool attack, so I I think that's really good. So the get the games had Villa, Leeds, Newcastle. I mean, you you can't really ask for better fixtures in terms of what you want uh, to attack. Um, so Max, your 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 top five picks. Yes, yeah, so my mine players are quite a little bit similar to yours. Um, I've gone for Trent as well um, for the same reasons in terms of his ability as a player in terms of returns, in terms of crossing. I mean, Liverpool suddenly look a bit a bit more secure with Fabinho moving into centre, centre midfield. Yeah. Um, again, another Liverpool boy, Yotta. I mean, to be honest, I feel like I should... The problem I feel I've had this season is I'm trying to be too clever and really, I should really be going for Yotta. So again, if I had a wild card, definitely Yotta. Uh, uh, so that's, yeah, two Liverpool players there. Lacazette, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, he's he's a differential. He's the fixtures we've got. We've got very good fixtures, um, and in terms of uh, in terms of where we are as a club, I mean, we need to be starting to, especially after that performance against uh, Liverpool. We're going to be our test is going to be drilling into the players, and I think Lacazette is one player throughout these periods where we haven't been playing well. He's he, I thought he's been playing. He's this hold up play is much better than Lacazette when he um, than Aubameyang when he plays up top. So he's another one of my picks. He's Arsenal's uh, top goalscorer in the Premier League as well. So that's one. I know it's a lot of people. He's a little bit more expensive than some. I think he's eight point two million. So he's a little bit more pricey than than a lot of strikers. But again, I feel like he's got more than enough potential to return against Sheffield United and against some of the remaining fixtures. So that's. That's the first three in, in Lacazette, Trent and Jota. Again, I mentioned Neto as well. Um, he's in, in previous pod, 
I think he's he's got the fixtures there. He got an assist last game. I mean, Wolves have been, as we know, they've been a bit inconsistent. You don't know what they're going to do. But then looking at looking at West Ham, I mean, they got two goals against um, West Ham, and again, yeah. he, he was a key creative aspect and a key part to that. So I, I felt I feel like again with the fixtures coming up, Neto is is another um is another pick player to pick for your wild card. And then finally, again, a lot of these picks, my wild card, perhaps I'm a bit I'm a, a bit um biased, but I feel like you should, some of these wild card picks you, you want to be a little bit more differential. So again I've gone for Madison as the final pick. Um I mean, you could arguably just say if you haven't got players like Bruno and players like Kane, and you and you've got your wild card, then do everything you can to get these in. But these yeah. are more for, these. What the wild card I'm doing is more for players where you, you the players that you probably haven't got at the moment. So Madison is the kind of the final the final pick for that, um, purely because as as we've seen, um, he's, he's, he looks like he's going to be coming back. And he played 20 minutes against. Uh, in the previous game, but I think he's going to come back um, for the for the next game against West Ham. And I think I feel like, as you mentioned, his his previous uh, he's he's had some spells and he's been injured. But it's it's a time in the in the season where uh, Leicester really need Madison to 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 perform. So he's my final pick. So yeah, all, uh, three midfielders, one one defender, and one attacker. Yeah, well, cheers for that, Max. And and so, guys, yeah, they're, they're mine and Max's top picks for a wild card. Um, we do wish we had a wild card. I personally wish I had a wild card. And it's all I've been seeing on Twitter today. Um, and I will see it for the rest of the game week. But so, so yeah, they're our picks anyway. And um, again, I just want to say thank you for listening to us. Um, I, I, I hope you're enjoying these these pods that me and Max are doing. Um, 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 Max, would you like to say anything before we go? We end it. Um, just good luck Good luck for the game week. And as I said before, sometimes you're going to have bad game weeks like I've had just just then. You've got, you've got to keep positive. And again, what you've got to remember is when you pick these sides, you're picking them in, in the thinking that these are the best players to go with for that game week. So you can't be too hard on yourself when either... They get injured, like my players, or or they got got rotated. These are things that are out of your control, and of course, with FPL, there's a bit of luck involved. So, yeah, just plan for the game week ahead, and good luck to everyone that's for this upcoming game week. Yep. So, again, just a, a little reminder about the pick free for those who don't understand it. I should have touched on it earlier that that all you do is pick three players, basically who who you think will accumulate the most points and. And, and post them on the tweet that I send out on Thursday. It should be Thursday morning. Um, so, yeah, Max, I think we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for joining me again. Um, and, I mean, hopefully we both have a better game week next week. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we can do the next pod and we can, we're both sitting on 80-plus points and every, every recommendation we've made has paid off and we're all rising in rank. Yeah, exactly. A Chelsea Arsenal win and a good week in FPL, and I'll be even more happier to come onto the pod. Yeah. All right, Max. Well, thanks. Thanks again, and I'll same time next week. Um, and I'll I'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. Good luck.